Abby, I gotta say, man, I am That's loving nice. that beard. I am loving that beard. Thanks, man. Thank you. That beard Thank looks you. badass. Thank you. I, I'm, it's getting to that point now. If it gets any longer, though, it looks like shit. So I yeah. gotta like figure out how to how to keep it this way. Looks I'm not gonna like lie. Rick Grimes beard. I did not recognize you in Rebecca's Instagram post this weekend. I had no. I did. It took me a while to figure out that was you. Dude, you are here hitting me up all day, and I'm out here doing things. And you won't tell me make excuses right now. Are we in for <laughs> Robot Ola all night again? Yeah, Ola, what well, is going on? Are man? We, is that, that, that what we can expect? Is, is that what we can expect again? Why is your internet so fucked up again, man? Dude, mine is nice. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. not. It's not it's nice. Not. It is not nice. It's just not. It's scary when I have some of the better <laughs> like <laughs> on the island. Yeah, that's pretty scary. Because <laughs> our internet is notoriously bad in Bermuda. How about now? Just, is yeah, it, is, yeah, yeah it's better. You opened the door, didn't you? Yeah, he was led in the fucking door. There's no lead in the door. The Superman door. That's kryptonite, man. That's not lead. She's, yep, good looking. Yeah, definitely. She's, yep, good looking. The thing is, though, like, who? Who's this person you're talking about? She was here above us. Little uh, mixy mix, cute Indian chick. Is that racist? Yeah, no, no, ISIS? No, no, no. Little mixy mix. Little mixy mix. The little mixy mix. I feel like that's racist. How is that full? Mixy mix is a good thing. It's not a negative connotation. No, I, but both her parents were Indian, weren't they? Yeah. No, 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 no. Her mom is like English or Italian or something. Good for that guy. Yeah, no, dude. Both her <laughs> parents are not Indian. Both her no, parents just... are not. So her dad was Indian, but her mom, I'm pretty sure, is white as the driven snow. Dude, like, there was only three brown people at that school, and then at our school, and it, it was her, and I was like, love it. And I looked over, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. Like, yeah, this is back in the village. What are you doing, doing man? Where the hell are you going? Hey, it's five o'clock over here. Oh, just... damn, nigga. What the oh, you fuck? Put your mask on, bro. You outside. <laughs> Good. Don't worry about it. Oh, this in a car, man, that's dangerous. Fuck. I'm dropping someone off. <laughs> this nigga There's someone Uber? in the car with yeah, you. Is this an Uber? Yeah, I'm dropping someone off. Don't worry. Nigga, this confirmed. is an Uber. Foss an Uber driver confirmed. confirmed. Oh, oh damn. Her. Okay. Okay. What, what, what what's going on here? I mean, we gonna make fun of you right now, so you might as well introduce her, or it's gonna get weird. Oh man, we just went some freaking IKEA shopping and getting back. Ikea shopping, okay. That's like a different kind of date. I mean, I never got Ikea shopping with somebody. That's not the thing. I was just going to go buy the bed and then break it. That's what you want. I mean, that's usually how I go. You know, that's usually how I go about it. Hey, don't turn us off. 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 She wants to talk to us, man. No, 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 no. What do you mean gonna stop the video? That's the whole point. You know what? Get off. We don't want the, we don't want the voice. Get off. You know, Mike, take him out. I'm gonna take him out. I'm take taking him out. You don't want that. Yeah, we're gonna kick you out. You turn off the video, you get kicked out. That's how it works. Okay, okay. We've all been stuck inside. We wanna see other people, other humans. <laughs> Show us her face. <laughs> Right, Mike, don't be drifting. Don't be drifting, false. We know how that ends. <laughs> I'm not drifting. Oh, that shit. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good thing I got you on my Bluetooth in my ear and not the car. Wow. Oh, this nigga is oh, no. the whole time. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. This nigga is rude. Okay. <laughs> don't worry, man. You saw our face, man. I already took a photo. This is all recorded, man. <laughs> We got the Facebook, the Instagram, whatever, man. We gonna find it, man. Facial recognition and shit. They said they already got your facial recognition. My what? Facial recognition. Oh, my what? (laughs) That boy's kind of cute, man. Damn, what's the name? I like it. What'd you say? That boy's kind of cute, man. What's the name? What's the name? Uh, I don't know if I can say that yet. You forgot a name? 
Oh, I gotta wait a little longer than wow. I know. You're, you're going IKEA shopping with her, man. You can say your name. We got a bag she together, not, man. She knows. <laughs> Damn, is she Indian? Uh, no, she's not Indian. She's Egyptian. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. Right. She was mad. I called her Indian at first. <laughs> No, no, I was, we called I was her. Joking. Yeah, yeah I was joking. no, I guess Fawcett did too. <laughs> Sheena, does she want to be? Does she want to be part of the podcast today? Ooh, our first <laughs> no. guest. Yeah, <laughs> You're supposed to be my GPS. This guy, this guy, being an Uber driver, getting lost. You can't be doing Fawcett, that, Fawcett. So since since you, she can't hear this, is is this the one that was on the date? Yes or no? So what, like, yeah, what is, yeah. this? is this? Is this like a roommate situation? Yes or no? Uh, her? Roommate? No, not yet. Not yet? Damn, okay. Damn, that Ikea shopping was on the, on the, on the <laughs> tracking. You guys going for it. Oh, I think they're kissing right now. She's leaving the car. He's just oh, muted it. No, nah, they're definitely kissing right now. Oh, She's they're the definitely car, kissing. Yeah. He's licking he all up in her lips, yo. He can hear us right now, too. Yeah, he can hear us in his ears as he's licking his fucking face. Could you imagine kissing a girl and the fucking four of us are in your ear? <laughs> yeah, yeah, put your tongue in. Lick it. Lick the back of her throat. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 Gross. Gross. Oh, my God. I would not wish that on my enemy. <laughs> he's back. Okay, okay. Okay. Okay, you dropped her off, huh? After you licked her fucking throat? Yeah. So who who is to you, Daniel? She is someone who's okay for now. Oh, wow. Someone who's oh, okay for now. Wow, she got out the car. This nigga just burst her. Yo. Good thing she didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, wow. wow. You know this is recording, right? You know this is recording, Daniel. Damn. No, no, this is going to be in it. She's going to hear it for now. Wow. Uh, That's rude. That's a glowing endorsement if I've ever heard one, Foster. (laughs) We're going to tell her what you said, you son of a bitch. (laughs) We're we're still in this, man. This this quarantine isn't ending. I know people think it's ending. It's going to be here for a while, I think. I mean, Bermuda's opening back up soon, so I don't... Feel like we're, for tourism, right? Like yeah, Boston, like the, the island is. Feel like the island is is. It's obviously think, not ending, but it feels yeah. like everyone's tired of it now. Everyone's just like, "Fuck it, just move on." For sure, I think Bermuda. I think the islander uh, islands tourism, that sort of stuff, is going to be fine. But I'm looking over at what's happening in Toronto, man. I'm looking at what's going on in New York and Texas, and I'm just like, "What the fuck?" Like, it's like they haven't learned anything. So, it's. Uh... I, uh, I'd, I'd be terrified to be sharing a border with the states right now. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're, we're, we're not that far off from sharing a border with them. We're only an hour flight away, but still. Well, there's got to be a way to check passengers, right, as they're coming off or getting yeah, off. Yeah, so they've come up with a whole bunch of stipulations of, of how it's going to work for, like, the first month or so of travel. And um, so the first thing is, if you're coming to, to Bermuda from anywhere, you're going to have to have – um, uh, have done a coronavirus test within 72 hours of travel. Um, okay. and then okay. you have, then at the airport, your temperature is going to get taken before you get on the flight. Uh, you also have to fill out a questionnaire. You know, have you been around anyone that has symptoms? That's like everyone can just lie in the questionnaire, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Um, and then once you get on the island, you have another test in the airport. Those results will have within eight hours. Um, and after that eight hours, then you're free to move about the island, essentially. But you can go, you can go to your hotel, I think, once you get on the island. But you still have to wait that eight hours till the results come back. So you have and to then, wait, and then, and then, while you're on the island, you have to get tested. The place that you're staying, whatever hotel or guest house or wherever, they are supposed to test you with just a temperature check or something like that once a day. And they're also saying that you're supposed to get a full test every three days oh my god yeah so ain't nobody traveling yet <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like yes the airport's opening but it ain't, nobody's coming here. like nobody's, <laughs> nobody's jumping through all those hoops nobody's gonna jump through those hoops it's just silly 
And can you imagine getting like a like a swab up your nose every three days? Is Yo, that, is that I saw I saw a video of one of my friends doing it, getting the test with the swab. That thing just keeps going, man. Oh, is it was, deep? It's it was deep. yo. I, the way blood, that I, just, the way that I described it, the way I described it, no, the way I described it when I saw the video was, I can't stop silent screaming. I was literally watching the video and I was just going, no, no. and I was like, it just kept going in, and I was just like, no, stop it, stop. It was so. I was like, never. I will wow. never. I'll sit in my house for the rest of my life before I do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, basically, they're just like rubbing your brain. It's, 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 it's a it's a swab that's like like six inches long, and all oh, of it disappeared. And like the whole thing disappeared into her head. And I was just like, no. What if you sneeze in that nope. situation? I don't you know. just lobotomize yourself. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it I just would. goes deeper. I literally oh. couldn't. Couldn't stop silent screaming while I watched it. That's, that sounds gross. Nobody wants yeah, that. Yeah. Nope. Boston, you had it done, right? Yeah, that shit wasn't fun. Yeah. <laughs> you had that whole six inches, huh? <laughs> you can say yeah, man. That's okay. It's a, it's an okay thing uh, to no, say. That shit was man. five inches, man. That shit was five. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh, I'm going to send you guys that video, and I want to see. I want to see. Maybe you don't it. want to. See no, it, it's too late now. It's going to happen. To be honest, oh, nobody wants to see it's that. It's getting sent. Fine, fine, being honest. It is getting sent. You can watch it if you want. You don't have to watch it. You can watch yeah, it. Yeah, we're not going to watch that. Just, well, we should watch it right now and get uh, I want. Yeah, I want to see like some live reaction there. video. Yeah, it's for health. It's for science. It is. It's not. It's not. <laughs> the sign of the times, guys. This is Get on board. The train's here. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh! It just keeps going. Oh man, that's gross. Man. <laughs> that's gross. Man. That's the oh, man. Yeah. Dude, that's gross, man. That is gross. At least the head is tilted down. I thought it was going into the brain. That looks like it's just like I don't it's know. Like a well. It goes down a well. Or... It's just it's tickling the brain. It's, it's just, just tickling the brain. It's going like you. Just, you think it's gonna stop? It's like no. It's but, like but another. Is that under tickle though? Right? Because the head is tilted oh, up. It's God. not going to the top part. It's going to that under under carriage. They swab in like the ball sack of the brain. It's nasty. Yeah, just giving a little tickle. You know. It's when That's they pull it back out that you see the full length of the oh. face. Just and then go in the, the other nostril. Like, that's oh, the, God, you're only God. halfway done. Oh, I can't. I can't do it again. <laughs> that seems like contamination, if you're being honest. Oh, no. <laughs> well, if, if this is happening as Premier is opening up, is this something that we will have to do as Ontario starts to open up? Like, will we have to be subjected to this? I don't know. Maybe. If you want, if you want to do stuff, yeah. If people were going to travel there, then yeah. If, if somebody says, oh, hey, you know, the patio's open, drinks, the sun is out, but you have to get six inches of Q-tip in your brain, would you do it? No. <laughs> no, if, if the stipulation is I have to get tested to do something, I won't do it. I won't do that thing. That's it fine. De- it depends fine. on... I don't know, it's man. I can see a lot of man. singles. I can see a lot of singles, you know, getting out there and be like, yo, they're hot. I'm single. I'm single. And I'm still saying, <laughs> nah. To Abby's point, a lot of people have not been penetrated in a while. So that could be an option, you know. Like, people would be excited to go on the patios. Like, every little bit counts. Yeah. I don't I, know I, if that's I, the way I mean, you want to get penetrated. No, I yeah. Mean, that, was a, that was a strange choice of words. What do you mean? <laughs> This is a legit thing that happens. How do you to be think fair, though, works? To be fair, though, watching that video, that, that's the only word to describe what happened. <laughs> that is the only word to describe it. Do you, do you think it's worse if you get tipsy and get it done? Like, what if you just took a couple shots before you did it? Would that help you? Help relax the muscles? You know or what, what if saying? they had, like, a, like, you know, they have, like, a numbing spray or something. They just shoot up your nose a little bit, man. God, uh, that feels so weird. I feel like that's how it works. works. Can you imagine that that feeling that you get in your mouth when they like numb your gums to do something oh. dental? It, can you imagine that up like by your brain? That would mm. no, no, no. Do you think wow. there's some weird? Do you think there's some weird people with like weird kinks 
Like, this is like their godsend moment right now. Like, <laughs> this happened and they were like, I'm getting tested every day. They're like, I, or just watching people get tested. And they're just like, oh, yes, yes. Oh, my God. Hey, I mean, man. probably there's, probably. there's yeah, every, there's stuff for everybody, I guess. Yeah, you say, I mean, there's people that are like watching people pop pimples and like yeah, pull out, pop um, pull out like splinters and stuff like that. So I'm sure that people are getting a high off of watching all these like oh, swabs sure, coming. Man. Oh, yeah. and I think even more now and I think people with this you know the whole isolation and people getting time to think people are just kind of like look whatever I was into I felt ashamed of or the way I was living my life that's over now so people are whatever yeah. they're about people are out to celebrate it now for sure man I think that's Good why the protests I think that's why the protests garnered so much uh, so much traction this time Everybody was just like, I'm out. I'm, I'm, I'm going out. I'm going out and I'm doing this because at least I'm out. Huh? It was that too, yeah. Do you, do you think there would have been as many people um, out if it wasn't for them being pent up? Like, do you think they're out for the right reasons? I, I know the, the, the message of it. And I just, I watch some people marching. I watch these Instagram protesters and I don't know what to, how to feel about them, right? Like the people who literally are just taking a photo. And yeah, while they're, they're, they're yeah, they're protesting for the Instagram photo. I, I don't get it. I um, I, I, I like to believe that uh, there, you know, that things happen. There's, there's a, there's a, there's a time that something will be will be successful. Like there's, there's a specific time for it. Um, and you never know what that time is until it sort of happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've I've heard it called historical hypotheticals before, and it sort of just lays out the steps that needed to happen for something to, for that big event to take place. You know, and, and one of them I've heard is that there was, Rosa Parks wasn't the first black woman to sit on a bus. She was, there was somebody like two years before her, but, the, but that girl was, I think, 15 years old. She had a, a child out of wedlock um, and Martin Luther King hadn't come along yet. And then mm-hmm. six months later, Martin Luther King came along and, you know, everyone decided this is going to be, this charismatic preacher is going to be the guy that's going to spearhead our efforts. And then Rosa Parks sat and it sort of, if that 15 year old hadn't sat and then Martin Luther King hadn't come, we wouldn't have been Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks would have just been somebody else who sat on a bus. Right. And so these historical hypotheticals, they, they add up to something. And so I think that yeah, maybe some people are being a bit disingenuous with the protest and, and they're just doing it for an Instagram photo. But I think that everything in 2020 has sort of led to us, to this, this one point. catching, to this one, mm-hmm. to this, this one being real because now we're, now we're pissed off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now everybody's pissed off. Yeah. Uh, I think of it. So it yes. might be the most interesting year in, uh, in the history books going forward. I'd say it's probably the most interesting year in my life yeah. that I can remember, like that, that I'm, you know, sentient for and actually taking part in, mm-hmm. you know, when I was, when I was three, I wasn't really taking part in anything, but like, this is, so I, I would say it's probably the most important year. Or something cool year. happened when you were three? <laughs> no, I'm just saying I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, know if it did. Uh, you said it like something cool happened. I'm like, damn, what, what happened? No, I mean, if it did, then I wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't because of anything I did. It wasn't, I didn't take part in it. I, I think it'll be really cool if there's change. If it just ends up that we just going to go down the cycle again of just yeah. not, of, of inaction, I, I don't know if we'll look back on this year. So, so um, what? Um, so where do we think? Where do we think it's going right now? Where do we think that? You what do we think this movement that we I, are seeing right now? What's it going to look like in six months' time? I think just in terms of where it's going, I think one of the best ways I kind of heard it summed up was um, Trevor Noah, how he's spoken about social contracts, right? Mm. I was spoken about social contracts and how there's sort of unwritten and spoken contracts and how maybe, like you said, all this leading up is what we needed for us to examine this, right? Mm. To examine this and fully understand that, hey, look, you know, something is really broken here and it's been broken for a long time. And like you said, maybe this amount of time being locked away was what it needed for us all stop and think about this. So, you know, going forward, I think that notion of social contracts and things like that, we're going to start to need to re-examine that. And that's going to change a lot of things, right? A lot of things that we at least feel have like cultural or historical significance. 
a lot of those things might end up getting erased in a way. Not well, not erased, but I don't know, dis discarded. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, I watch and, and listen to, you know, speeches from prominent poets and civil rights leaders back from the 1950s and 60s, right? And it's saddening to hear just the same things that they were talking about are so applicable today, which scares the shit out of me. Because then you just look at today and you're like, what the, f like, yeah, what are we doing this for? If it's, if yeah. it's just going to be the same in 50 years time or 60 years time. Exactly. And I sometimes wonder, are, yeah, I, I, I really hope there's change, but I'm scared shitless that there won't be. And if there isn't, then what does that mean? What does that mean? Are we even capable of overturning the will of these people who are just so powerful, right? These corporations, these society setters, if, if we can't do it this time around, it's, there's a lot at stake. So yeah, it's, it can be scary sometimes. Yeah. But it's, I mean, everything has to start somewhere, right? It's, it's nothing ever happens all at once. I think in the world that we live in right now, because everything is so instantaneous, we always do want that instantaneous solution. Mm -hmm. um, but, but it just doesn't it just doesn't happen like that's not how the world works yeah um you know this stuff is is slow moving and it does it just has to start somewhere and this to me does feel like a start because there's definitely been some people some like celebrities and prominent people that i wouldn't have ever suspected or expected them to even if they're just doing it because of the pressure on them right now they still did it like roger goodell of the nfl all of two years ago the whole the NFL was condemning Kaepernick and everything that he stood for and yes. telling players they had to stand up and if you kneel, you're, you know, you're suspended and stuff like that. I, I did not expect the NFL to publicly come out and be like, now we were wrong. Like yeah. they, they didn't just come out and say, you can kneel now. They literally came out and said, no, we were wrong to say that mm -hmm. we couldn't. And that to, yeah, me is, that to me is huge. Even if they're just doing that because of the pressure on them, that to me doesn't even matter right now. Just – just to them coming out and saying that is huge. So there's definitely been changes change. Yeah. There's definitely been more. Yeah. There's been more people on board this time for whatever their reasons are. I don't even care. They're on board. So <laughs> let's, let's move from there. <laughs> right, right. How many, how many people are, I mean, I guess how many people can keep saying, Oh, we were wrong about this atrocity or this thing that we did. You know, please forgive us. Like, how far does that reach? I don't know. Again, I think it's going to be one of those things that we see in hindsight. I think we're going to look back in a couple months, weeks, years, and, and fully understand it. What are you saying, Mikey? No, I'm, I'm, I'm totally agreeing with you, but it's, it's also, I see it as more of a long endeavor. It's the momentum that we have to keep yeah. going, right? Where it's not, it's not something like enacting a law or something to get something switched to make it legal. It's not pushing to say okay now we can do that kind of thing it's changing the mindset of people changing a mindset of a large number of people which is not a quick you know flick of a switch kind of thing and, no. I, and that is the challenging part where it is you have we there is a momentum at the moment that is very difficult to keep going for anything that's this large right i just don't want people to think that it's a flick of a switch and oh it's mm. over now it's, no, it's I, I think we're nowhere near that I think that one of the things that I've even I've come to realize and remember and sort of hit home again is that, you know, racism, especially in America, wasn't that long ago. I'm talking like segregation and, 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 and you know, the serious racism. This is, I mean, mm. this is the, what we have now yeah. is the remnants of racism, but the serious, the serious, you know, everyday sort of racism, um, that wasn't long ago. There's people's grandmothers who, you know, there's, 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 there's one woman I've seen she was the first black woman to be part of desegregating the schools in Alabama or somewhere. And she's like 62 now. And you're like, okay, so this woman was the first one to do this. She's only 62. Right. So like this, this was not long ago. I saw a picture of, it was two little white girls. They must, they couldn't have been any more than, you know, seven or eight. And they were standing next to a cage that had a black human, a black boy in it. And they were poking sticks through the cage. And they were like, and the picture was taken in like 1956. Wow. And so the, basically the, the caption was saying, these two white girls, they're like 70 now. They are somebody's grandmothers. So somebody, their granddaughters are still 
are like yeah. part of the part of the common conversation of twenty year olds. So like, our our, our grandmother. Gonna, yeah, you're not getting rid of this now. Like this is this has been going on for far too long, and it's far too recent that it, disa- it disappeared. I say disappeared in air quotes. No, yeah. That it's yeah. This yeah, you're right, Mike. It's about changing mindsets, and that does not happen overnight. Anyway. Like I wouldn't want to compare it to say something like gay marriage is legal. That that was definitely a huge momentum to, but it took the Supreme Court to say, okay, now gay marriage is now legal in the United States. That's that is that's great, but that's not that's a, like a totally different obstacle, right? Like yeah. that is that is the finish line, but for Black Lives Matter, that is nowhere near the finish line. Yeah, I know. What, what do you think? What do you guys think? Um, what would, if something, obviously, like I said, it's not going to happen in our lifetimes, but if it were to happen in our lifetimes, what do you think that sort of defining, all right, we're out of it. Like, all right, we're done. What do you think that would look like? Is, would there be like a moment? Would it be just a feeling that you get? Or just, okay, racism's done now. Like, I don't even know what that would look like. I don't, I have no clue where to, where to even begin. Honestly, I thought it was when there'd be a black president, uh, I, and I was naive. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah. I was gonna say the same thing. I was naive, yeah. but I, as soon as that happened, I was like, "Done. All God, right, we're, on to yeah, the next we're one. <laughs> we're good." <laughs> no, nah, man. But maybe it would have to be like the uh, a, a major a representative of African Americans and minorities that are represented. In, in that, out. Yeah, like the proportion. Yeah, in the, house, in the Senate. In the House of Assembly, or, or not, yeah, you know, in the Senate, if the you're House able, of Representatives. Exactly, because if you're able to get that, then you're able to effectively represent right. or yeah. the community. So I mean, maybe that's it. I mean, at the same time, I feel like it may be perhaps something a little bit more grassroots, you know, mm-hmm. something, something that shows that it has trickled down and it's disseminated to the point where, like, you might just have two people having an argument on the street, you know, things that, you know, people are like, whoa, that looks a little aggressive. And a cop comes up, you know, and it's a black and a white person and he doesn't immediately have the bias of, hey, is this, you know, this black person bothering you? In that moment where the cop just, you know, comes up and reads the situation, sees, oh, okay, you know, this person is the wrong and doesn't have that immediate bias. Like something that, that's all the way kind of at the mundane level of everybody's everyday life like that but how do you how do you measure that though like, how I, do i'm you not i'm not i'm not sure how you measure that metric but i feel like it, it has to be at that trickle down level for you to yeah. know that it it is really over you know like when, when you see the big pictures of, oh there's a black president oh the, the senate is a little bit more multicultural like i mean at the same time that could just be a farce you know like it doesn't seem like it is really seeped itself into the culture of the nation yeah. You know what else I've realized is just how many racist statues and, and namings of buildings mm. there are in the States. Like it's, it's yeah. crazy how many there are and you start to see them starting to come down now. And you're like, man, I, I'm amazed so, that that stayed up for so long. Like that's, yeah. that's the first thing I think I'm like, damn, I can't believe that that was even allowed to stay up this long. Like that's bizarre. So I think yeah. Ola and I talked about this a little earlier in the week. Like we were just having a conversation and I just wanted somebody else's insight of a more concern in a way of, are we, are we getting in a point in society where we're never going to have any statues or monuments to people or like naming of buildings or naming of streets with, if, if, if we have, if we grow a tit for tat culture where it's, okay, you're going to take down this statue of a guy that I like. I'm going to take down your statue of a guy that you like. I don't know. I, I think I see, I see your point. And, but what I think is going on is right now it's a lot of emotion, right? And I think it's the proper thing to take down these statues, especially like statues of Robert E. Lee. A lot of these statues were put up during the civil rights movements as a fuck you to Martin Luther King and everyone who was marching with him in that, in that community. So for those, it's absolutely. But I, I'm with you, Mikey, and, and, and I'll further add to that question there's a lot of people in that era in the South who are, who had slaves. So and would we so, like, yeah, go yeah. Ahead. no. And, and it was totally, totally like the whole idea of slavery is fucked up. And 
And I totally agree. But what do we do? The, the reason yeah. that I thought about this was like Winston Churchill's statue in the UK getting vandalized or Mahatma Gandhi. So that was, I totally get the whole slavery confederacy that it was more the Winston Churchill's and Mahatma Gandhi's that I was more concerned about. Got it. I think there a lot of, in, in that case, when it came to like people vandalizing even Mahatma Gandhi, Gandhi's statues or Sir Winston Churchill's statues, it was like a lot of mob mentality instead of just logically thinking through it. Yeah, right? yeah it, was, it wasn't like a research sort of, okay, this statue needs to be taken down because X, Y, Z. It was more of just, we're hearing a group, we're angry. Right. Yeah. I think it was, you know, it was this notion of, yes, there is the risk of it being a tit for tat kind of, oh, you took this down, I'm going to take this down. But at the same time, you know, I think when we're looking back on it from sort of a, you know, preservation of historical monuments and things like that, and just preservation of what it is that our culture is about going forward, I think, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's an ongoing kind of discovery, right? You know, like the, like the statue of, I don't know, I forget his name, Sir Thomas Picton, I believe, in, uh, in the UK that was taken down. You know, this is a statue of a guy who was somebody who profited from uh, the slave trade in a big way, right? And the way I see it is kind of like, at the end of the day, when all of this is being looked at, you know, as history goes on, more evidence, you know, as we discover more things about the group, there's more evidence to this that will back up your story one way or another. And I think at the end of the day, if your, let's say you, your bad that you put out into the world outweighs the good that you put out in the world, your statue is going to end up coming down. Tomorrow we might discover that, you know, it turns out that uh, Schindler did some really shady shit. And all of a sudden, we need to re-examine who Joseph Schindler was. Like, it's that kind of thing where, because history is a science in a way that it, there's no absolute to it. The more you discover, the clearer the picture gets. It, these things will always sort of be in question as long as, you know, we keep discovering stuff. If we stop and say, history books, whatever, whatever it was, whatever it was, then that's different. But I don't think we live in that kind of society. I mean, there was, at a point when society was run by like religious dogma and the truth in the Bible, the Torah, the Quran was it. It was the absolute truth. Mm. If you went against that, you know, you were basically going against society, you're going against God, you're going against everything. You know, we so, don't we don't live in that kind of society anymore. So all these things are gonna be constantly evolving, constantly changing our notion towards these things and be constantly evolving and changing. So I'm I'm glad you brought that up, Ola. And yeah, absolutely. It's it's a whole complete picture that we need to look at. But is there ever a case when, like, is there any is there an example of somebody who did own slaves that should be celebrated because of the good that they did? And I'm try, I'm struggling to find that right. Like I look at George Washington. I look at even I I went to McGill University. Even James McGill, like they're talking about taking down his statue and stuff. There's you know in that in that age, in that world, it was that was a normal. social norm. Yeah. It was a social norm. So everybody that anybody did, like anything that anybody did, that was the cloud hanging over them, and it'll always be that way. It was fucked up that they had slaves, but when they were on the ground, I don't, I don't know what was going through their head, right? So right, and uh, and that's and that's fair enough. But we don't live in that age anymore, right? If, right, we, yeah. if we're leaving these things up now, we're embodying ideals from a time that we don't really even understand. You know I mean? I mean, yeah, yeah, humanity humanity moves like, on. Yeah, humanity exactly. moves on. So like it, you know? at the time, yeah, sure, maybe maybe whatever they did um, deserved to be celebrated by a certain subset of people that, that believed they were, you know, these, these great men and women. Um, well, mostly men, obviously, back then. Because obviously they didn't really believe the women were any good either. Um, but as time shifts... Okay, yeah, and we look at them differently, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there is obviously the things they did that were awful. That's all, that's bad, but there's nothing wrong with our perception of them changing. That's that's life. Yeah. So maybe yeah. So they've 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 had their time to be celebrated. There's no one to say that we have to celebrate them for the rest of their lives because they did a few great things 200 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, so let me play. Let me play. So I was going through this thought process, right? And and I don't disagree with anything. I actually agree 100. percent 
I'm going through and playing devil's advocate. What if we're doing something today, all of us, that a couple hundred years from now, thousands of years from now, they're going to look back on us and be like, yo, those idiots were driving around in fossil fuels or they were eating meat, man. They were, you know, some weird shit that they think. They were making podcasts. They were making podcasts (laughs) that, that disvalues our commitment to the things that we thought we were doing right absolutely man that's absolutely gonna happen yeah take, okay take ancient greece for example pedrasty was a thing right pedrasty love between an older man and a young boy as he's teaching him you know as an apprentice and educating him there was a romantic relationship there that was okay now we don't embody these ideas these ideals anymore in our society mm-hmm. so all the like all of that is going to change i mean at the end of the day, yes, you take down these statues, but, you know, we'll say just, again, devil's advocate for the purpose of preservation of history so that we have a complete picture of humanity, put it in a museum somewhere, a museum to slavery, a museum to what have you, so that if, if you really feel that, oh, we need to keep this so that we have a complete record, put it somewhere so we can say, yeah, we did some fucked up shit back then, and then we moved on to this, and maybe in the future, they'll put our shit in the museum in the back corner and say, yeah, they did some fucked up shit back then. You know, but don't put it in a plaza and say, "Oh, everybody walk past this and embody this thing." Like, you know, that's that's not what it, that's not what we're about anymore. It's um, it's something I've thought a lot about because Bermuda obviously went through a couple of years ago our our whole issue with with legalizing gay marriage, and I remember when the the government voted on it. First of all, voting on a human right is absolutely bizarre to me. They put a voting it's a human rights issue. It's not a. It's not, but anyways, we'll pass that. Um, and the government basically vetoed it and said, no, we're not going to allow gay marriage. We're only going to have civil partnerships and this, that, and the other. And I remember at the time the government saying, this isn't, this isn't for us to decide right now. It's a decision for future generations to make, which told me that, that they believed that in the future, gay marriage was going to be a thing, that this was going to come to Bermuda. And they were choosing to be on the wrong side of history. And that's something that I've, a lot of times started to think about is, is what, what side of history do you want to be on? Mm-hmm. So when you, when you can see the trend, when you can see where the, where the, where the mindset is shifting to and where, where mm-hmm. life is shifting to, I, I look at climate change as a big one. If you can see that trend, it's, it's going to change. That, that's something that we are going to have to address what we do to this, to this earth as humans, we're going to address that at some point we have to, otherwise we will die all these people that, that don't believe in climate change or, or, or refuting its severity or voting against legislation that, that mandates, you know, mandates things that will help climate change. They're just, they're like, they're, they're choosing to be on the wrong side of history. They're choosing to have their name go down as that idiot that was against climate change because that's going to happen. Like we are going to have to address this. It's coming. Yeah. So, it's, it, it, I, I think just in, in, in that comment that you made there, I think in it already is a nugget of the reality of things. You know, and the other thing is that we're comfortable. And comfort breeds fear because somebody might take this away from you. You know, somebody's going to make you uncomfortable. Somebody's going to introduce something into your lives. You won't be able to go to your coffee shop and you're, you're going to run into a gay person or like, like you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure what is to be afraid of there. I, mean, I think gay people make nice coffee I, I don't have no <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what there is to be afraid of but it's it's the notion that there is this fear you know there's this fear that our comfortable way of life is going to be disrupted you know we're, go- we're going to be forced to change but the thing is that is probably the most human thing is is constant change so like, this is almost like we're, we're against our own nature in a way we're choosing to be against our own nature and it, it inevitably it, it, it ends up shooting us in the foot. I remember hearing a comedian actually do a stand-up on on why people are afraid of of uh, of gay rights becoming a thing, and they were like, "Look, if you're if you're homophobic, they were saying the only thing that you're really scared of is that you might say yes. <laughs> That's it. Because if you're afraid of a gay guy hitting on you, there's nothing to be afraid of if if you're if you're a straight guy." There's nothing to be afraid of. You just say, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not gay. I'm straight. Um, so I'm not interested. Yeah. But the only thing that you'd actually be afraid of is if you were, if you were actually gay, 
you'd be afraid that you'd say, yeah, okay. Exactly. You know, that unsureness. You're like uncomfortable yeah. about the fact that that's, you're not sure. Exactly. That's the only thing to be, that's the, that's, I mean, that's, that's what homophobia is. Like to, to yeah. me now, that's why, that's why I think of it. If you're homophobic, it's because you are in the closet, basically. And you're being forced to make a decision too, right? Like you're, <laughs> yeah. you're confronted with that decision and you have yes. to make it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so I thought that was a funny, funny little stand-up set. Um, there's a lot of things that are changing nowadays. I, I, we were talking about these slave owners and things from hundreds of years ago, even just from a few years ago to, to what we're doing, talking about now, but the police and defunding it and how we want to change everything, the entire system and defund the police, right? That's what we hear. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Do you think it's possible? Do you think it'll work? That's one of those things that's going to take a long time. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's an institution. Question right now. It's an institution that's 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 been around. I just wanted to get your thoughts. Yeah. Like it is. Is does the institution need to be disbanded and replaced with social workers and psychologists. I think you're referencing that John Oliver piece. And what one of the things he was saying was the police are being asked to do so much right now. Yeah. So many little things that there's just a waste. It's a waste to use police resources on. And I know this from my brother. I don't want to get too much into this because I don't want to start putting his name out there. My brother's a policeman in Bermuda. Hmm. And some of the stories, some of the stories that he comes out with of things he has to deal with, on a daily basis and you're just like, you know, that's some, that's some resources being wasted. He had to, he had to deal with the guy who had, had, he was coming in to report a theft because somebody had stolen his, his jar of strawberry jam. So my brother, yes, out of his fridge, it was somebody who was staying at his house. So he knew who the person was that he suspected of stealing his jar. This guy came in with receipts. Is that theft? To show that he had brought this strawberry jam. He had pictures of the strawberry jam in the person's bag. Nah. I'm dead serious. And my brother had to sit there as a policeman and spend an hour or two writing down a report for this guy and listening to this guy because he had to, even though he was trying to tell the guy, look, go ask the person for your strawberry jam back. Like, what? Why are See, you coming like to the police issue. for this? Yeah. Why are you coming to the police for this? But I mean, I, the police are just, they're stretched in. And I'm not, it's not an excuse for, for their behavior at times. But there is ways you could thin the police force and, and shift some of the services that they're forced to provide right now to some other people, to some, to some different services, to some mental health professionals, to, to, to different, there's ways you can shift the money around to make the police less burdened with things they don't need to be. And from there, you ease them up and they can focus more on the job. They can have more training. They can mm-hmm. do those types of things. But it's an institution that's been around for so long. that, To me, all you need to know is that in this time, in this era of, of you know social justice marches against the police especially in police brutality the fact that there's policemen and policemen and women that are choosing to resign as opposed to address it that tells me all i need to know mm-hmm. is that you you guys would rather resign your post than to address the fact that you've been committed that, that, that your force has been committing police brutality you'd rather mm-hmm. resign than actually face up to That's that point fact. that to me tells you all you need to know about the police needs to be that system that needs to it needs to change it has to mm. i completely agree with that in the sense that it, it it has to change and and for me i think more it has to change because of the foundation that it was built on right the foundation that a lot of law upholding things were built on laws that excluded people of color mm. right from the very beginning you were inherently doing it at somebody else's disadvantage because the law was already written at somebody else's disadvantage so inherently baked into the history of upholding the law and law enforcers was already this notion so i think in a sense the the birth of a new police or whatever it has to come from a place where you know the the law already speaks of everybody being on the same social standing everybody being on the same plane and we then new, from the we need a new social contract essentially yes we need a new yeah. we need a new way of defining defining what our society is to everybody exactly because the contract as as Trevor Noah and many others have said the contract has been broken and it's been broken many many times over many many years exactly we need a new one cuz this one ain't working this one ain't working but when it comes to the police i also just think that 
not only do they need to be defunded and, you know, their responsibility needs to be shifted around, but they need to be demilitarized, man. They're, they're rock, walking around with rocket launchers and scopes. That's in the States. Guns. That's in the States. Yeah, we got, all we got here is, we, know, we ain't got that not in Bermuda. Not in Bermuda. <laughs> You'd be lucky if you find a policeman with a gun here. <laughs> Even in Canada, it's not that aggressive. I mean, like, it's just look at the protests and it's night and day. Like, protesters here, cops are on bicycles with short shorts, with, with, you know, with a pistol. There, these guys were decked out. They had, you know, riot shields, tear gas. Like, it's, it's night and day, you know what I mean? Like, the, the cops are walking around you on bicycles. The cops are moving around with armored vehicles. Like, the comparison is crazy. And I understand that, is, states, that immediately puts you on edge. Like, yeah, but in, in the States, it's almost, not to say it's warranted, but in the States, the issue is everybody has possibly guns. You know, there's a chance that everybody might have a gun on them. You know, that in of itself is already creating the situation. Yeah. So it, uh, does, it, it doesn't put you at ease, though. I remember I, yeah, my, I'm half Trinidadian, and Trinidad is not a great place in terms of crime. It's probably one of the worst islands in terms of crime. Um, but I go down for carnival every now and then, and I remember I was at a FET. I went down for carnival this year. I was at a FET, you know, feeling nice, a little drunk, having fun. Like taking a couple of dances, everything, this, that, and the other. And then all of a sudden, these, these police officers came by with, like, rifles. With, like, like rifles. Like, a crowd of, like, 20 of them just strode in and then just stood there in the FET. And I remember looking at them being like, all right, I'm on edge now. Like, like is, is something going to happen? Like, it, And it immediately puts you on edge. And so, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that things escalate so quickly in the States because – everybody's on edge because like you said, Ola, anyone could have a gun. Like, exactly. It's, it's, so everybody's just constantly just wound up like, Oh my God, I gotta, I'm going to have to defend myself. It's like, nah, if you guys just got rid of guns, yeah. maybe you wouldn't be on edge all the time. <laughs> okay. So I, I was, uh, I've never been to the UK. It, it sounds like an awesome place. Pretty cool. But I, I heard that the police there don't actually carry firearms or as many firearms. They just have like a baton or something. Like yeah, that. that's that's basically what Bermuda is. And I wonder if that's what we need to get back to. Like, do you really need the lethal weapon to defend yourself? Like, to defend yourself? I don't know. Like, uh, so yeah, might be might be the way we need to go. Just yeah. demilitarize these, yeah, these officers. The, and that's the same thing. though. was like in the UK again. They don't have loose gun laws. We are walking around armed to the teeth. Yeah, go to the grocery store like. You see these images of people walking into a Walmart with a semi-automatic rifle on their back. And I'm like, I don't know what you were buying in Walmart. Is it alive? Is is it from a different dimension? Like, why do you need this level of weapon? I saw this video on Facebook uh, a couple of days ago. Somebody had posted it. They were, they, was, they were commenting on the kitchen that this guy had built. And it was this really cool kitchen with all these secret drawers for, you know, spice racks and this and the other all these cool compartments around this kitchen. And then they, you know, it was, it was five minutes of them showing this cool kitchen and all these cool appliances and little bits and bobs they'd built in this kitchen. And then they walk through this door and you think they're going to show you the garage. And they're like, oh, they're going to show you the garage where they built all these, you know, cool things in the garage. No, it was an armory. Oh my God. The door off from the kitchen was a room that was the size of a garage. And it just had gun racks all around it. And I was just like, whoa, this escalated real fast. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, Jesus, I was like, this is insane. You were just showing me this kitchen, and now, now you're showing me where you can store all your guns. I was like, this, and I'm, when I say all your guns, I mean, like, you could easily store 100, 200 guns in this thing. You never I was just know like, how I was like, goes, what? Swan. I was like, yo, if I, could, if I had gone to this person's house for a barbecue, and I'm in the kitchen, and I'm like, yo, where's the bathroom? And, like, it's through the door, <laughs> and I walk through a door, and I'm like, no, this isn't the fucking bathroom. <laughs> Like that's how that's, that's insane how just close it was. I was just like, yo, this is this is in your house. Like this is just in your house. It's not in the basement. It's not like out back. Like no, this is next door to the kitchen. This is where people's fucking dining room usually is. That gun's expensive. Like doesn't that shit cost a lot? Right? Isn't like one of those AR fifteen or whatever. You want is to be getting a PB and J, and all of a sudden shit goes down. You gotta grab your sniper rifle and a shotgun at the same time. You don't want to not be able to do that. Who are long you, distance, Jack Ryan? Long distance <laughs> and short distance. <laughs> you, know, you need to be ready. PB and J in hand. PB and J's get stolen all the time. It's a serious crime. That's why they got that kitchen. 
You got that kitchen right next to your armory. Abby, you made a good point about uh, demilitarizing them um, because I found out recently that uh, I think there's a Geneva Convention banned tear gas in war, mm. but the police force is using it right, right? That's, that's insane. That's stupid. That's it's insane. so illogical. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Who's going to the States anytime soon? <laughs> Jesus. Canada just extended the uh, ban on them another 30 days. But you know what? That ban isn't actually a thing because the Alaskan corridor, man. <laughs> Did you hear about this? No, no, no. You guys no. know what the Alaskan corridor is? So as an American citizen, you have the right to drive to all the states. And I don't know how they drive to Hawaii, but um, they literally just drive up the highway through BC and they're, all they have to say is they're going to Alaska and Canada. Do they, do they actually have to go to Alaska or no? I think there is a thing where, well, that's because that's they could just stop. Out. Couldn't they just, they could just be like, I'm going to Alaska. And then they yeah. make it to Vancouver and they're like, I'm here. Well, and you can't tell them, oh, you have to be there within a certain amount of time because then, you know, what if their car breaks down or what if oh. they get really tired or something like that, right? So, yeah, man, there's Americans. That's their way in is through your neck. Well, the don't woods, tell them, it. Abby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might have just all of our All of our listeners are going to be uh... – it's, it's public information. I, I just – I'm just the messenger. Uh, Alaskan Corridor brought to you by Abby. <laughs> Hashtag not a sponsor. Yeah, not a Hashtag sponsor. Hashtag not a sponsor. <laughs> I do remember hearing a high school science teacher once say that with our high school science knowledge from i mean we were in high school in the mid 2000s with our high school science knowledge of the mid 2000s we could go back to like 1910 and we'd be considered absolute geniuses gods you'd be a like god. we'd, we'd, be, com- we'd god. be considered we'd be considered like the smartest person in the world with our high school science knowledge from 2005 <laughs> that's crazy to think man which is which is very crazy to think especially considering science weren't my thing <laughs> So is that that doesn't take away from Einstein though, but like it was just we yeah we just have so much more knowledge of than yeah. the way that than they than they were working with and you know, we have we have Einstein's knowledge obviously we didn't have all of his knowledge but we yeah. know you know his findings we had and we had obviously gone so we if we went back we'd be like yeah I already knew that bro like you're late <laughs> you you behind. <laughs> Kind of crazy to think what we're gonna what we're gonna learn in the next couple of years, next couple of decades and centuries. It's gonna be hopefully wild, in a good way. I don't know. Twenty twenty is not setting a great example. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, you know, in the same way that a bunch of people have been creating all kinds of things, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, second half of twenty twenty is still out there. I'm secretly holding out for teleportation. In 2020? Is that what's going to happen this year? No, that's, that's what I'm secretly... Somebody's just been in their basement like, I've been here too long, I can't run. And they've forgotten that the bands have been lifted and just going in, going in. And they've, they've tried it on a rat. Half of it got sliced into a wall. Some fuck shit's going on in the basement, but they're almost there. You know, August 2020, they send the cat across the room. What if, what if those experiments for teleportation was what started coronavirus? How excited are you for, for teleportation now? No, yeah, they sliced a bat into a penguin or a pig or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm still a little excited because, you know, we, we, we know what not to do. We know what creatures not to splice. <laughs> I don't know.